Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to Chumba ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. You and I have a rendezvous with destiny. We'll preserve for our children this, the last best hope of man on earth, or we'll sentence them to take the last step into a thousand years of darkness. You and I have the ability and the dignity and the right to make our own decisions and determine our own destiny. No fear. No political correctness. Exposing the tyranny of the minority. You're listening to Underground USA with your host, Frank Silvato. Rendezvous with destiny. Thanks for tuning in again. I just got finished posting a piece on undergroundusa.com and uh, it's housed on Medium as well as all of my writing that asks a question, why aren't we taking the opportunity that's presented to us in this COVID event to reinvent the education system? We already have school children who have been sequestered in quarantine. They've missed a whole half year of school pretty much in the beginning of the year, and, and many face losing another, at least another quarter, if not a half a year, going into the fall, with various states saying that they won't allow children to go back to school. We have been trying to educate our children at home using different online methods. You know, Khan Academy is a great thing. It's free. People should use it. But someone has to administer that educational technique. Why isn't the entrepreneurial class in the United States, looking at this as an opportunity to create modular curriculum, one-on-one curriculum through technology that allows a child to learn at their own pace outside of the classroom so that we can not only educate our children better, but expunge the ideologues from the teaching class access to our children. There isn't a day that goes by that there isn't a story somewhere in the newspapers and online where we see teachers proselytizing the progressive mantra in the classroom, politicizing the classroom. We've seen some teachers actually arrested in Portland and Seattle and Chicago who have joined in the Antifa protests and bring that mentality into the classroom. The opportunity that presents us to remove that element from access to our children and to remove that ideology from the educational process and to reinstall into the educational process the goal of critical thinking skills, 
so that we're teaching our children how to think, not what to think, this is, this is a golden opportunity. And when you look at it from a free market capitalist sort of system, this is a curriculum that people would buy. It also disenfranchises the monopoly that the school textbook companies have on the narrative from history all the way through social studies. As it is now, the textbook companies, they cater to Texas and California, New York and Illinois. Every other state be damned because they don't want to have to print 50 different books for 50 different states. Well, in, in the age of technology, edits to text happen online, not in books that have to be printed and boxed and housed and shipped and stored, etc. We are missing a golden opportunity to be able to not only create a completely new industry, but one that's competitive and we can make truth and fact, an accurate history, the divining rod about who survives in the marketplace. So while the politicians are debating whether or not our kids should go back to school because of COVID-19, the smart person who's looking at a solution-based product to bring to the marketplace so that our kids can be better equipped for the future is thinking, should they go back to school at all? Now, there's a lot of things that have to be worked out to make this something that is viable. You know, if a parent has to go to work or that's a single parent or if, a, if both parents work, how do we educate the child using this type of thing? There, there are ways to get around this. We have libraries. All we need to do is hire technical staff who can help with the software, period, dot. There's interaction at a library. We pay for the libraries already. Why not utilize them to the fullest? And what better place to have a child learning than a place where if that boy or girl is sparked by an idea that they have just seen in their modular curriculum, they can go look up more books about it or more videos about it. Have somebody there who can direct them to the right material so they can consume that to, to fan those flames of creativity and passion. If necessity is the mother of invention, then this is the solution for teachers' unions having too much ideological and political control across the board in our country, for ideological proselytizing in the classroom, for ineffective teaching, for really bad curriculum. And when you want to get into the social ills of what happens on the inner city, boy, what would dismantling the inner city schools in favor of, of focusing on a modular curriculum that is individually student-based due to the bullying problem, the problem with, with diversity and, 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 and how that's being used as a weapon in the classroom, the gangs that network in the schools, the drugs that are being sold on the playgrounds. There's just too many things that come out of privatizing education through technology, too many benefits, too many things that benefit our society, too many things that benefit the children going forward. And in my book, the A number one thing is the accurate portrayal and preservation of history and the expungement of propagandizing progressivism in the classroom.
to the people who have the deep pockets on the right out there or the deep pockets in the libertarian class or the deep pockets in the I'm not affiliated with any class, to the people who support the free market system and want to leave the country a better place than when they were born into it, this is a path you should seriously be looking at because you can make money and leave the world a better place with better educated students and an intact U.S. history for future generations. I'll be right back with my Friday segment on the Captain's America with Matt Bruce. Broadcast over 2 million people daily on the Salem and Genesis Communications Networks right after this. This podcast segment has been brought to you by the Emerald Coast Tea Company, makers of all-natural, handcrafted, exotic blend teas. When it comes to tea, no matter what your preference, the Emerald Coast Tea Company has a tea or tea blend just for you. Order yours today at emeraldcoastteacompany.com. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is the Captain's America Third Watch, coming to you live from Tampa. Call in now and talk to Captain Matt toll-free, 877-969-8600. I'm your captain, I'm your captain. He's on the air, taking on enemies foreign and domestic, and uniting Americans to the cause of liberty. We will rally the world to this cause by our efforts, by our courage. We will not tire, we will not falter, and we will not fail. Good morning, America. Hello, world, and welcome to the Friday morning edition of the Captain's America Third Watch. I'm the Captain Matt Bruce, broadcasting tomorrow's news tonight right here from my Salem Media Group Tampa Rare Flagship Station and my Moss Family Automotive Studio, the great radio stations all across America and as well as across the Caribbean where we got a couple of big old storms moving through and around the world via the Internet and the satellite. And a special shout-out goes to our active-duty military and veterans along with a salute to our first responders, our EMTs, firefighters, and police, our hospital and ER room workers, our 911 dispatchers, the Customs and Border Patrol, security officers, the U.S. Coast Guard, and all those helping in the coronavirus effort, keeping us free and safe. To the truckers, the warehouse, the factory workers, the butchers and bakers, janitors, maintenance, mechanics, construction workers, bulk mail centers, the Uber, Lyft, taxi, and bus drivers, too, along with the roughnecks working on the oil rigs and the bridge tenders keeping the waterways moving. Thanks for all that you do. Now, you can follow us on Facebook, the official Captain's America Third Watch Facebook page on twitter at captains america and don't forget to check out our all-new website the captains america thirdwatch.com and joining us right now from the underground usa podcast is frank Silvato. good morning sir mr captain it would be time to say the pledge are you ready let's do it i pledge allegiance, pledge allegiance to the flag, the flag of, of the united, united states, states of america, america. and, and to, to the, the republic, republic 
for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. And we emphasize the two words, under God, our great country, was founded on Judeo-Christian values. And by the way, unlike the Democratic Party, who removed those two words from the pledge for the three days that were there, under God, we say it on this program. Yeah, that was just, that's how petty the entire experience of the Democratic National Convention was. It was was boring and petty. Yep, Uh, but there was one exciting moment. (laughs) At the very end, when everything was over and done with, and and everybody walked outside, you know, Jill and and, uh, Joe and uh, Kamala and her husband, they had the fireworks. That was exciting. I, I can't believe that they did that with their carbon footprint. I can't believe it. They they should have had Joe out there with just a couple sparklers tap dancing. That would have been enough. <laughs> well, you know, we did have a very important thing last night. We had a Hunter Biden sighting. Well, he's still a free Hunter Biden sighting. He's still free. He should be, he should be an orange, but, uh, you know, it's a free Hunter Biden sighting. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And, of course, uh, you know, all the different things that went on, the uh, Democratic uh, uh, illegal immigrant that they had on there, he says, I need health insurance. I deserve it, right? You know, and I, when I heard that, I went, oh, boy. Yeah, I, I, with, all, with all the things that they want to give away for free for people who don't actually pay taxes or live in the United States, maybe the U.N. should cover that for them. Wait, I'm glad you said that because, you know, when Biden went global was when he said, we're going to build it back better. Well, that's the plan modeled after the U.N. program. Yeah, it's a, you know, they want to be the U.N. Maybe the U.N. should just be their party. And and when it comes to paying for for health insurance for people who aren't citizens of the United States, maybe we, that should come from the non-U.S. donated funds to the United Nations. And, you know, Bernie chimed in. He said he was unhappy that the Republicans got more love than the progressives at the Democratic <laughs> National Convention. And then AOC took a swipe at a Biden advisor who had the gall to say, well, deficits will limit how much administration of spending is going to be on the new Green Deal. Yeah, Bernie said the guy with three houses and AOC, who believes that we can just print more money. Why should why should we have to worry about what we spend? We can do. We've got a printing press. We could just print more money. Mm-hmm. Who cares? Mm-hmm. You're right. That's what she said. You know. I mean, this is this is she has she has failed, or at least she's telegraphing the fact that she failed miserably. Economics 101. But when you are a dyed in the wool communist. She keeps calling herself a socialist, but when you listen to anything that she wants, it's already made that leap from socialism to communism. You don't care how much stuff costs because nothing is valued. And, oh, by the way, uh, Nancy Pelosi got a little bit miffed when the media kept referring to Kamala Harris as the most powerful black woman in the world right now. And Nancy reminded everybody, by the way, I am the most powerful woman in U.S. politics. I am the Speaker of the House. Well, La tida. Yeah, let's. Uh, I'd, I'd like to gin that up a little bit. Now, the fact that she, her position when push comes to shove, is is a little bit more potent than the vice president of the United States. I think Joe Biden can attest to that. You get locked in the observatory and you get a pair of scissors for for cutting ribbons, and that's pretty much about it. 
unless something happens that elevates you to that one heartbeat away from to the presidency. Um, you know, but I, I thought that Pelosi was angry because they were wrong about the fact that Kamala Harris isn't black. Well, no, she didn't say that, but of course we can uh, we can go there. She the blacks aren't <laughs> happy about that because uh, they keep referring the press was referring to her as African America, first African American female, and all that. And about thirty percent of the blacks polling right now don't care for the Biden Harris ticket. No, they keep trying to say that this woman is African American. There's no African at all. She's nope. Jamaican and East Indian. Uh-huh. And and this is if words matter, and that's what Barack Obama told us in his first term. Words matter; they're important. Then we're getting lied to about her lineage. She's not black. She's an Islander, and she's East Indian. Mm-hmm. Hold that thought, folks. We'll be right back with more with Frank Salvato from the Underground USA podcast. To find out more, go to undergroundusa.com, and that'll put you right over there on his page. I'll be right back. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. Hi, this is Mike Gallagher. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Captain Matt Bruce. Indeed you are. And this portion of the Captain's America Third Watch brought to you by our very good friends at Moss Nissan. That's Moss spelled M-A-U-S. Moss Acura and MossNissan.com. Check them out because while the factories were slowing production and dealerships are running out of inventory, Dave Moss Sr. went out on a buying spree. And now they have over a 1,000 new and pre-owned vehicles to choose from at Moss. Moss has one of the largest selections in the state. Now, before you buy elsewhere, see Moss. That's M-A-U-S. They'll have the vehicle you want that the other guys might not. And their goal is to never lose your business over price with many favorable finance programs, including 0% loans with approved credit. And Moss Nissan Crystal River just received Nissan's prestigious Award of Excellence. Way to go, team! Now, if you're searching for new, improved service... Uh, and an experience as such, let me tell you about the Moss Service Departments. They handle all makes and all models. And you serve, you save. That program applies to all active duty military, all veterans, all first responders, as well as pastors and faith workers, where you get 20% off the service work done on your vehicle at a Moss Acura or Moss Nissan dealership. Now, don't forget, the choice is simple. The choice is clear. The choice is here. Moss Acura and Moss Nissan, Newport Ritchie, Crystal River, and now North Florida Avenue in Tampa. Moss Acura right beside Moss Nissan. And don't forget to tell them the captain sent you. That'll save you another $500 on that car that you're looking to buy. All right. Frank Silvato is back with us from the Underground USA podcast. Good morning again. Mr. Captain. Mr. Steve Bannon is in big-time trouble right now over something called a million dollars that he got from the um, from, a, from a group called 
the uh, We Build the Wall, and then that was founded by a disabled veteran, uh, a multi-amputee, uh, Brian Colfage, and uh, he, he made the comment early on that uh, they didn't take any money. Uh, this was uh, all the money that was given to build the wall was going to go to the wall. But all of a sudden, we find out that Mr. Colfage got his hands on $350,000 in funds that donors had given to the We Build the Wall movement and ban him through a nonprofit organization under his control, received $1 million from the We Build the Wall project. Holy smokes. Yeah, that's uh, when when greed takes hold, greed takes hold. It doesn't know any political denomination. Uh, this is just stupid. When, when you start a nonprofit organization, especially on the right side of the aisle. And if we learned nothing from the lowest learner thing and the, at the IRS, if you're on the right side of the aisle, it's got to be by the numbers. Every T has to be crossed. Every I has to be dotted. And you stay above board. Uh, so Bannon brought this on to himself. Why he should be pulling a salary or even a stipend for a million dollars for uh, for a charity that was meant to help subsidize the building of the border wall when he's already a millionaire is 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 a quandary of the highest order this is just pure and simple greed well, you won't get any argument out of me over that. And it's also, as you said, it's stupidity because why you got and by the way, they got blown in by a bank no it's when you the the nonprofit laws in the United States are pretty darn clear. Mm-hmm. You know, so when it comes to the end of the year and you've got to report finances, the bank has to report what the bank has to report. And if they see malfeasance, they're under obligation to report that something's going on with this five with this five hundred one. You know, so if he thought he was going to get away with it, that's that's a a big a big heap and help and a hubris right there. By the way, um, your friend in Chicago, Lori Lightfoot, <laughs> she she issued a uh, order banning any protests on the block that she lives in in Chicago. But I, I had posted that uh, yesterday, uh, late yesterday on on, on the underground uh, Facebook page, and it lit up. People are just they're sickened by this, and and well, they should be because this woman has elevated herself above everybody else. You know, in in this country, we've gotten away from the idea that elected officials are public servants. Mm-hmm. They're supposed to serve the public. The public is supposed to come before them. They're supposed to have accountability, transparency, um, accessibility, you name it. And for this woman to say there will be uh, protests are sacrosanct and we must have them and police should be defunded and, and, and people have a right to this except for on my block. Mm. Are, are you serious? Mm. You know, this is what happens when people elect we confuse politics and government all the time. Politicians are not statesmen. Politicians are politicians. But for two generations, we have misidentified activists as politicians. Mm-hmm. And this is what happens when we elect activists to office. They mm-hmm. don't know how to do it, and they, and, and they set themselves 
themselves apart. They elevate themselves above the masses. So people in Chicago, mm-hmm. wake up. All right. Now, hold on a second. We're going to take a caller here. Good morning, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Yeah, it's Sean in Tampa here, Captain. What's I just up? Wanted to, uh, I'm just wondering when the, when the banks are going to start reporting what is, to me, such an obvious thing that somebody should be looking into uh, all these drug cartel company, uh, companies, mm-hmm. although they probably are, okay. uh, funneling. And we know, now listen, we know that they're funneling money to the Democrat Party. Yeah. There's no way that they'd be so open border and everything just for fake votes. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're getting money, okay. and, and I guarantee you that they're doing that. Okay. And I think anybody with a brain would know that. Well, I will, I will answer that for you because there's something that uh, you didn't mention in that. Frank, do you remember the Wachovia Bank? Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Do you remember that they uh, were absorbed by another bank when they got into trouble because there was money in their bank deposited from the Pablo Escobar Medellin drug cartel? Absolutely. It was in the hundreds of millions of dollars approaching a billion dollars? That's uh, I believe that the the bank that absorbed them was Wells Fargo. That's correct, and uh, so it's already been done. And I'm sure that they keep their eyes on things very closely. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, he raises an interesting point. I'm sure they're watching that. By the way, um, are you ready to talk a little weather? <laughs> we can. Yeah, why not? John Coleman's one of my favorite people. We have <laughs> Tropical Depression 13, which is going to become a tropical storm probably later today. We have Tropical Depression number 14, which is probably going to become a tropical storm a little bit later today. The two of them are going to move into the Gulf of Mexico, and both of them are going to become hurricanes, probably Category 1. I don't think they'll make Category 2 status, but the two of them are headed in your direction. However, we'll be on the right side of the storm here come monday and it's going to make landfall it looks like this uh, first one uh, uh is going to make landfall up there somewhere around you well it's it's going to be a rain for a rain event for pretty us much, normally pretty when, much. We, when we look at uh, the hurricanes and the panhandle if it makes that cut underneath cuba and then into the Gulf of Mexico, we we pay attention to it because that usually curves north. But this one looks like it's going to go a little bit further west and get diminished in strength by uh, by Mexican territory. Um, and the other one is is probably going to be a rain event. So it's it, you know it's not Hurricane Michael. No, but you, but you do have to you do have to prepare for all of these storms but, if it's going to be yeah. hurricane. Michael. And you got you got two at once coming into the Gulf come Monday. Holy smokes! Well, you know we, we like to do things big here in the Panhandle. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, did you hear the latest about Goodyear? Uh, well, the last I last I heard, the CEO was backpedaling at, at warp speed. He backpedaled, but he only backpedaled when it came to pro police apparel, MAGA hats, and Make America Great shirts, and all that are still not allowed because they're political in nature. But pro police apparel, like Blue Lives Matter, there that's okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I, if your policy is that you want to be apolitical in the workplace, that's that's fair. 
you don't put one over the other. I, I can go along with that. If people don't want people having political arguments at work, that's a good thing. You know, you're going to work to work. If you want to make a statement about somebody who protects all of us every single day, that's beautiful. All righty. We will let you go. We will talk to you on Monday. And by Monday, we'll know where these storms are. And we may be talking about a couple of hurricanes. Hey, stay low, my friend. I'll be watching. You bet. All right. Frank Silvato, everybody, from the Underground USA podcast. You can go to undergroundusa.com to find out more about what he does. Meantime, I'll be back with the Sports Zone quarterback, Patrick Hyland. Don't go anywhere. This is the Captain's America Third Watch. Thank you for listening to Underground USA. Be sure to check us out online at www.undergroundusa.com and on social media. Please subscribe to our podcast at iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts, TuneIn, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and on podcast platforms like CastBox, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, and anywhere podcasts are heard. Underground USA is produced and syndicated by Compass Point Productions. All content is used with permission and pursuant to the dictates of the fair use copyright law. Any and all guests have appeared at their own risk. Rendezvous with destiny.